0: Sorry about
1: that.
0: No hard feelings, huh? Oh. Why don't you try some noodles?
2: <laughs>
0: <And> they're worms. I <laughs> mean, they're worms. Tony, they're only noodles, Michael. <laughs>
1: That's right. And welcome to another edition of the State of the Party. I'm going to just tell you kind of what's going on. It's good stuff. Well, some good, some bad. Anyway, I am Zach Evergreen, host, leader, creator of the Night Party Podcast. And this is a kind of little bonus episode and or peek of what's going on. So uh, for Good, Bad, and the Ugly, uh, we're making some changes, and uh, they're mainly good. But um, so on the channel, you know, our Patreon, patreon.com slash KnifePartyPod, we have all of our tiers, you know, our dollar tier, where I like to give you bonus episodes of the Knife Party, and also a, uh, a different show, like a, a, a separate show, for that it's not related to movies whatsoever. And for a while, we were doing uh, Face the Mayor with Jeff the Tech, who makes the show all possible. Now, some news on that. Jeff got canceled from X. Um, nothing he really did wrong. Like, there was no threats or anything made. But there was a lot of uh, shooting arrows into the sky. And they didn't land where he thought they were going to. So, we are no longer doing that show. Um I am not going to delete any of the episodes, but I am moving them to the $5 feed. So that's where you're going to find your After Dark, your Slime Radio. And now Face in the Mirror is going to be at the I Got Five Kids to Feed uh, feed. So um, like I said, I'm not deleting anything. I believe in free speech. I don't think he did anything wrong. Um, have to, it had to do with the Epstein list and stuff like that. And he was speculating some things. And, you know, I get it. Plus, um, to be really honest with you, uh, to break kayfabe, if you will, uh, Zombies wasn't really happy with that show. Um, Zombies is very, very, very blue-leaning, and Jeff is very, very, I'm not even going to say red-leaning, he's like me, he's purple, but in today's society, anything but blue is MAGA, even if you don't even if you think Trump's the biggest douchebag ever, like I do, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's not blue leaning. So therefore you are evil, especially if your skin is, um, you know, the color of the outside of a PlayStation five. So there you go. Um, but he did bring something up that I actually really did appreciate. And I took in consideration for a good two weeks, even before Jeff did get the ax and, uh, That is politics and shock jockery. You come here to get your movie reviews and hear three jackasses who are also cinemaphiles, brilliant cinemaphiles, but jackasses at at heart, talking about horror movies and cult movies and sci-fi and everything else like that. The last thing you want is on this same channel to be bombarded with things that you can get from... Fox news or CNN or daily wire or whatever. So I I get that. It's it's you come here for escape. You don't come here to get your news. And I, I totally understand. In fact, I think that it was brilliant that zombie said that because that would also mean that the shows aren't evergreen. Pardon the pun. Meaning when we do the thing, that movie was released (laughs) 40 years ago. You know, it's not news to you. Uh, when we talk about stuff, usually it's been at least 20 years since that movie has dropped, with the rare exception like Cocaine Bear, Butt Boy, or Winnie The Pooh, Blood, and Honey, or, or um, the new Godzilla movie. There's a rare exceptions where we do media that is kind of current. And um, so I was thinking, fuck, man, we need a replacement. Now, here goes a weird thing. Um, because I'm always trying to get gain weight and trying to get my calories and my vegetables in and stuff like that, and I don't really get great sleep. I never kind of have. I've always been an insomniac. So if you give me nine hours of sleep, I probably only get about five, because I'll get up almost every two hours or three hours on the hour every hour. Well, anyway, that, that, that doesn't matter. Um, in order to sleep, I usually eat a heavy meal before I go to bed, and it's usually around midnight, and it usually consists of ramen. And I don't F around when it comes to ramen. When I do ramen, there's an egg involved. There's usually bacon involved. There's definitely like at least a quarter pound of tofu. There's always broccoli and chili oil, and the preparation is a good 20, 25 minutes. And the other good thing, too, is you don't get hungover because you're having all this, you know, salt and sulfur and vegetables. Oh, did I mention the garlic? Dude, I, I don't F around when it comes to garlic. I throw, like, a clove of garlic in there, some ginger, white pepper. Anyway, and... um. I was, uh, talking and I was just like, yeah, I'm having my midnight ramen, um, to, uh, it was either my wife or somebody else when I had this idea of, Hey, you know, we, we need another show and we need a show kind of, that's kind of like power glove, but more of a hang. So if you were to combine power glove podcast with after dark, something like that. And I was like, Oh shit. Midnight Ramen, so our new show at the dollar level is going to be a show called Midnight Ramen. I already have the music that you just heard. I already have a logo for it. I uh, did a silent secret drop last week. If you were able to catch it, I threw it up for 24 hours and then took it down, and that was our pilot episode on Final Fantasy X. Not only do we just talk about Final Fantasy X, we talk about a lot of stuff. So the new show is as such. It's at the dollar level. And we're going to talk about um, just nerdy shit that's not movies. And there's probably going to be some music talk in there. Definitely video games, maybe comic books. We're not going to tackle the toy thing because we don't play with toys. That's Hoodcast AF's thing. Um, But yeah, probably movies, anime, video games, things that are not... Sorry, um, not movies, um, anime movies, but things that are not like necessarily horror related and things that are definitely not like our normal subject material, but at the same time still kind of us. So it's going to be kind of like knife party plus not knife party after dark where we're just chilling, not slime radio where it's old school shock, shock stuff and definitely not face the mirror where it's like basically shitting on whatever is in the news. It's going to be just kind of like, you know, us hanging out, just bullshitting about something. We're gonna have a subject and we're just gonna kind of go off from there and it's gonna be no holds barred. It's not going to be like nasty or raunchy, though it does get there. <laughs> Plus, I don't think anyone's gonna to top the episode of After Dark of Ricky Martin's butthole, where we discuss vampirism um and Ricky Martin, which may be the funniest thing that's ever been recorded in the history of the world. I've already released that five times. If you haven't joined the Uh, I got five kids to feed. It's worth to do it just to hear that episode. Um, So there you are. So yeah, um, there you are. Um, In short, we have a new show. Um, This is going to be on the free feed. So you can go ahead and and give a listen to this and go, hey, you know, this sounds great. I want to be a part of it. And I have a dollar to spare once a month, which is absolutely nothing to you. You will never notice one dollar. Um, but if you, uh, if you want to also too, you're going to get all the episodes that you normally don't get. Like for instance, my wife even signed up for the dollar episode, uh, the dollar plan. I'll buy that for a dollar just cause she's like, where's these other episodes? And I'm like, Oh, well they're not on the regular feed. Why? Because I'm 20 episodes ahead and I don't think it's fair to the, subscribing members to just give them all away for free so and also too i was really tired of being you know three months ahead so i just said fuck it i'll catch everybody up at the same point and just release episodes for the paying members different from the regular members but uh yeah so you're gonna have a new show midnight ramen it's gonna be amazing um and just remember at the 20 dollars level you're gonna get everything meaning all the channels, which include at this point, shit. We have Slamark Radio, Midnight Ramen. We have Knife Party. Um, all the bonus Knife Party episodes, Knife Party After Dark. Uh, Face in the Mirror is going to be on there, and um, shit. So there, there's there's a lot of content. Um, actually, I was looking at our Patreon. We hit our uh, let's see two hundredth episode in under a year and a half. And each episode is give or take probably about an hour and a half. So for one buck, you can, you can listen to a lot of free shit and, or not free shit, but you have a lot of entertainment for $1. I don't think you could even get through everything in a month. If you can, then you're a marathon runner. And that's a, that's amazing. So anyway, if you're listening to the free feed, thank you so much. Uh, please like subscribe, do all that stuff. Um, if you, we're thinking about joining. Here's another reason to join. Remember, it's only a buck. $5 gets you now three extra channels. And at the $20 level, we are actually, right after I record this, I am going to be ordering the F the Knife Party t-shirts. You missed out. If you really wanted a t-shirt, I'm sorry, you missed out. You have to be a member of the of the uh, Stop the Bike, Stop the Bike in order to A, be on the show or B, request a movie, or C, get the merchandise. Um, but that doesn't matter because, you know, hey, spring is gone, or, or spring is coming. Uh, come in June, we are going to actually make some uh, some Midnight Ramen uh, merchandise. My wife really likes the design, and uh, so she's pushing, for, she goes, oh, I, I want some merchandise as soon as possible. I'm like, well, we still have to make the F the Night Party t-shirts. And by the way, thanks to Hoodcast AF for making that happen. Uh, Jonathan Fallen is really good at designs. Some, sometimes his designs are a little bit mishuga, meaning they're all over the place. I'm wearing one of his t shirts right now, and it is very, very colorful. And, you know, I'm kind of like chromatic, where I just like black and white, or green and black, or purple and black. I don't like a bunch of fucking colors everywhere. But yeah, he does what he does, and he made this for us. And I thought, cool, thanks for the stuff. I think he's selling a version of the t-shirt too on his site, but it's the October rust version. And we have the, you know, like it's more a uh, fall autumn. We have the lime green life is killing me version. Obviously these are both ripoffs of typo negative designs, but they're really cool. And it doesn't mean that they're gone forever. It just means that they're gone for right now. So yeah, that's the news. Um, uh, Let's see, to recap, there's going to be a new show. There's not going to be any more face in the mirror, new episodes, that is. Uh, Listen at your own risk to the old ones. And um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Please email us at knifepartypod at yahoo.com if there's anything that you want us to talk about non-movie related for Midnight Ramen, such as like a video game or an anime series, um, I already had uh, requests, and I think we're going to do... I know I'm going to do Final Fantasy Remake and Rebirth. That's coming up. I know we're going to do the live-action version of Cowboy Bebop. That sounds fun. And Ace Air Combat 5 was also requested, so that, that there's just some stuff that we're going to do. We might do some Console war stuff. Um, also, too, this is probably going to replace the Power Glove podcast and just because PowerBuck Club podcast was kind of just like an extra thing. It wasn't really like a dedicated show. This is going to be a dedicated show, so this will be weekly. So this is not something we're going to say like After Dark where it's going to be a, you know, twice a month episode thing. This is going to be weekly. So this is going to be another weekly show, and it's just going to be a buck. So if you really like what you hear and you really like the sound of our voices, especially mine, um yeah there will be an extra show so there you go you're gonna get an extra hour for a buck a week so um actually no no for 25 cents yeah there you go okay cool well uh with that i am going to say adieu and uh the pilot episode is coming up next it's going to be attached so um thanks very much and um i love you goodbye be kind rewind be ethical to each other and i have to return some videotapes good night Hello and welcome to the pilot episode of Midnight Ramen. (laughs) A show where we talk about only nerdy shit and no movies or politics or poopy farty jokes. Well, no promises on that one. Yes. Well, on the first two, though, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And today we are going to try to keep our focus on the game that we've been talking about recently that I've been meaning to replay. And I think I'm going to start today, but I played this game so damn much that I thought it would be uh, appropriate without even playing it. Final Fantasy X. Yep. Okay. So let me set the tone. You got to play two Xanarchand if you're going to set the tone. Uh, I am. If okay. You fucking wait. Yeah. I'm so, down. Jeez, oh, damn it. I was trying to keep my language clean on this, but I just I just fouled it up right there. Uh, so it's, it's like it's, somebody shit the bed. <laughs> it's 2000. 2000- Shut up. It's <laughs> 2001. All right. 9-11 is yet to happen, but it's right around the corner, clearly, because, you know, it's only in one year. And uh, <laughs> your boy, me- being me, uh, born in 83, so I was 18 years at the old uh, uh, years old at the time. I was actually running the video game department at the local Vallejo Toys R Us. Wow. Right? I was running the uh, video game department, which was called R-Zone at the time, right? Right. I was super out of video games, not even playing them whatsoever, if you do not count just being on the computer in general, because I wouldn't really consider me playing video games when I was on the computer, because it would be with, like, my ICQ chat, with my uh, uh, VK, like, Uh, message board open and then playing Diablo 2 on a screen that like only took up like so much of the screen like a quarter yeah I don't
2: play World of Warcraft I play Hello Killy Island Adventure meanwhile (laughs) meanwhile bidding on
1: some medieval weapon on like eBay before they regulated that shit yeah So you know, cause dude, I had disposable income. I live in the same house I do now, but I was renting it for a whole one hundred dollars a month. Yeah, not bad. I was eight, I not was still, bad. I was still in school, you see, mm-hmm. mm. so I wasn't paying rent. But they knew I was working, and they didn't know how much money I was making. Now, two thousand one money, ten seventy five was pretty fucking good when you were an yeah. eighteen years old. Yeah. Two thousand one money. Yeah. Plus, That's I was like making twenty bucks an hour now. Or more, yeah. Ridiculous for for, yeah, about yeah. Because gas, I remember was just like floating about two dollars. So yeah, you're about right. Now anyway, um, I'm you know I'm not really into it, but I start really wanting to get into DVDs. Okay. And DVD players, like I remember going to like a Best Buy or whatever, and there wasn't even one here. You had to drive to like Concord. You had to drive to like the mall. You know, there wasn't one in every city. It was, like, a big thing, uh, and I think Circuit City was just going out of business, but we still had Fry's Electronics. Okay. Oh, Fry's, yeah. yeah. And then the nearest Best Buy, I think, was in Fairfield Mall, Yep, which is up the road quite a bit, and it was huge. Like, you would buy a car stereo, and guess what? you get installed there because they had an auto shop yep. there. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So uh, I remember wanting to get one. I was looking at DVD players, and at the time, and this was, like, 2000s, they were still 300 bucks. Yeah. 250 for like if you wanted one that like sounded like broken plastic and you could rattle it around you know you could get away with paying 160 bucks but you couldn't get one like you can now like for like 40 bucks no not at all you know cuz those lasers that technology was still new and expensive so
2: and everyone had the same uh face that had the the race car and then it was the dolphins oh yeah yeah yeah. i know yeah i know what you mean i know yeah.
1: exactly that one yep because yeah. you know why every job i've ever worked at that had like where you have to watch the training video had that exact same yep. player yep and it started with a d i swear to god i did i thought cool. it was like pioneer uh, was it? it i don't oof. i remember just it i wanted to god there was like <laughs> there was one it had sun in it like or son, like Diesel or or you know obviously not the car but there was one that I swear it was son or son it was the Korean knockoff brand but mm-hmm. anyway every every fucking training video I ever had to watch at any any shitty retail job until I got out of fucking retail had that goddamn like and it was all dusty and it was never cleaned and yeah. the fans like made so much noise when it would turn <laughs> on sound like you were turning on a diesel it's like you know, and then it's like, "Hi, here's sexual harassment training 101." This Gotta and that. that. <laughs> so anyway, I was really into like uh, you know, I, I was PC gaming. I was doing like most of my communication like buh, buh, like with my friends. This is about that cuz this is pretexting. So we'd all like have our own messengers, even though we'd see oh, each yeah. other all the time, I-ming
0: all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: it was just so much easier just to have a computer on and hear bloop than actually having your phone ring getting on the phone plus if you're on the phone we had dial up still, so it was yeah, just better so. just to always be online, you know? That, so whenever your phone went off, you got
2: the... And then the, your
1: phone would start ringing. This was pre-that. <laughs> this was uh, in 2001, not everyone and their mother uh, had like,
0: it. Yeah, either your phone would ring and your internet would the die. Crash. Yeah. Or when you got done, like whoever wanted to call you would call back like super mad. Yeah, they'd be like, <laughs> yo, I was on the line.
1: I'm like, why didn't you message me? And they're like, well... Or you know, or they get the wrong number and they'd be even more pissed. And you're like, okay, ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know. Call Sandra back. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not my problem. Your dick's not wet right now. <laughs> okay. Apparently, this is not going to be a clean show. But yeah. You, you tried. Uh, you made it we'll three just, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is not going to be a bell ringing show, that's for sure. So, anyway, so back to this time. Uh, so, you're thinking about the old Nokia phones. That was a few years later. I want to say this was like, what, 2003, four, when everyone had yeah, it Yeah, that mm-hmm. was probably 2003. Because, four. and then before that, everyone had the Boost phones. They're like, where you at? Oh, the Chirp phones? Yeah. yeah those are good. I like those, though. You go like, how about you, Antonius? And you go, how about you, Zach? And they go, I don't know. We just <laughs> wasted it all.
0: <laughs>
1: we might as well talk about something. Something, yeah. But they were cool, though. I did like the chirpers. I thought they were a lot of fun. The only problem is, is when you had that one friend that would chirp you all the time. Because mm. there was, always there was one... no
2: way to stop that from coming through.
1: Yeah. There because was no way to stop you, it. You, yeah, there was no airplane mode. You had to shut off your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no mute, even. There was a volume down, like, really quiet. Yeah, but you're still going to wake up to that shit. Exactly. I don't even think they vibrated, not till the Nokias. Any, I could be wrong, whatever. So I'm working here, and then I find out, like, you know, oh, the PlayStation 2 coming around, and people, there's a lot of hype about it, and I really don't care. But then I find out I get an employee discount. That's nice. And it has a Blu ray player, or is there a DVD player in it? It has a DVD player. Mm-hmm. And how much are they? $200. Mm hmm. Wow, so affordable compared to what you would th- for re- for a DVD player though at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was so affordable. And then I've always been a Final Fantasy kid. I had all the ROMs on my computer, so yep. I had all like the 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 um, you know uh, Super uh, ZNSNES where the, you could actually program. The it the ROMs so like it had better graphics or better sound. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. You had three. You had five. You had all the ones that weren't released. Yeah. Yeah. I had all the ones that weren't released, and not only that, if I had the game file for it, I could actually update like with the graphics card and everything. So because remember, even back in, in Super Nintendo games, if you cast a spell and there was too many graphics going on, it would slow down. Yeah. You know, and like, the, but the sound would be off or something, and then it would take like a second for the spell to finish to go in, or you would walk into a room and you'd see like a little cat like going like loading. Loading. Right, loading. Right. Yeah, you know, that shit never happened on my computer. So, anyway, I've always been a Final Fantasy kid. Really like the side by side attack battle sequences. Mm-hmm. And I hear Final Fantasy X kind of come out. I'm like, okay, now I have to get one because it was right around the corner too. I think this game came out on like what, like uh, August, September
2: of that year. It was. It was summer of 2001, yeah. I don't, so I don't remember exactly when. It had yeah. to have been August. Huh? I didn't get it until way later when I got a PS2 in, like, 2004. Well, the
1: great thing about working at a video game store is you don't have to pre-order shit. You just hide a copy for yourself in the crying room. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was, like, I had the big three that were coming out that everyone wa- – well, actually, four. Because mine came because I got the employee discount or whatever. I was able to get, like, the Gran Turismo 3 version, which, by oh, the okay. way, fucking phenomenal game into this day. It's my favorite racing game. But... Uh, I was able to have the big three and luckily I saved enough money where when they came out, they weren't like gathering dust because some people were like a manager be like, dude, I noticed you have games over there. You got, you got to buy them by like next paycheck right, or, or right. also going back on the shelf. But, uh, so the big three, if you remember correctly, if you're a PlayStation guy, cause remember Xbox hadn't even come out with its halo and stuff yet. And Nintendo GameCube hadn't come out yet, which was a great system as well. Better than the Xbox, if you ask me, but was, um, GTA three. Okay, yeah. Metal Gear 2, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Those were the big three. They, Sons of Liberty was great. Sons of Liberty was fantastic. Replaying it now, it really is like, ugh. but at your first playthrough through that, it was amazing, and it was fun. GTA 3 was a lot of fun. I even say probably more fun than the recent games, because the recent games are just like chaos. At least in GTA 3, it was charming, where it's like, I'm going to drive a cab for a while. Yeah. Or I'm going to stop crime for a while. Or I'm just going to do the main quest, or I just want to see if I could, like, fly this car over that jump. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was, you know what it was? It was quaint. It was, like, crazy taxi, but you could shoot people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, the music in the radio was a lot cooler.
0: It was. They really started paying attention to that.
1: Yeah, they really did. They. You know who didn't, though, is I don't know if you ever played their, their uh, Versus series with Saints Row. Oh,
0: I've played a couple of them. Like, they're just... States They're more weird. like funny,
1: dude. There's no. They're radio stations. They had a. Me- they have a metal station on. I forgot which one I had. I, it might have been four. It had Opeth on it. It had Devil Driver oh, on shit. it. It had Lordy on it. Okay. It had Guar on it. It had like legit. It had Strapping Young Lad on it. It had legit like two thousand six, circa two thousand like nine metal. Yeah. Like like that good when new metal went away and then like um. Underground metal came back, or like, what would you call that era metal? The late, the late two thousands metal. So you're I mean, like
2: as I lay dying, yeah. Lamb of God.
1: Yes, uh, exactly. Seven X. Yes, exactly. Uh, fuck, I don't know because <laughs> that's when metal got like real again and it was not it like a lot of people called it underground metal because it was not an mtv or anything like that it was like it was internet metal No,
0: it was like a resurgence of like good stuff i mean yeah thrash like thrash, thrash and like death metal and and stuff like that for sure so not industrial no no
1: no no not, not at industrial. all they played all their own instruments yeah it was it and it was always a four to five members in the band and we're not talking about like slipknot either that was like the early that's still new metal That's still new metal, yeah. They were like the, were the guar of new metal, if you will. I'm sorry for mentioning guar three times, but I don't know how else to- I think
0: you're just trying to summon them.
1: Maybe. Uh, But I always thought that Slipknot were more of like the Juggalo fashion than actual music, just because there's like 19 guys on stage doing absolutely fucking nothing.
0: (laughs) It's all about the layering with Slipknot.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Whatever. Name me three good Slipknot
0: songs. Besides uh, Wait and wait, bleed, bleed. bleed. Besides Wait and Bleed. Spit It Out, Spit it Eyeless, out. Uh, My Plague. Um,
1: Nickelback is better than Slipknot. I can name. All right, I'm out. <laughs> uh, what was the new one? Um, what? They have a new song out?
2: They had one like, in the last couple of years. I can't, Get the yeah. fuck out
1: of here. They're still around. It, it was huge. Like it, it blew up on TikTok for a little bit. So anyway, your boy, this is the first game besides the bundle that I came home and played it. And I'm going to tell you, man, right from like when you throw it on and you hear Skies Above and you're like... Psychosocial. Oh. But once you throw this on and it says like the Final Fantasy X Project, you're like, Project? Okay. Look at you trying to be, you know, very into it. Like, look at you being all presumptuous and shit. And then you hear, listen to my story. And you're like... Holy shit! We have voice acting. Mm-hmm. This will be the game's biggest blessing and biggest curse. Oh yeah, yeah. this this that that was the blurs there. Yeah, but um, dude, I was in, and then we met meet our like just the opening scene. We were talking about the uh our the CGI of the late nineties mm-hmm. in our mummy episode. This that's gonna wait air way later than this because it's gonna be. A pilot episode. We'll see how it does. Yeah,
0: but, but I
2: really liked this opening here. I mean, Nobu Uematsu, great composer. Yeah. he he made a lot of great music. We he always is say the Final Nobu Uematsu,
1: but okay, That's, well,
2: because you can't say it right. No, yeah.
1: it's because like Josh, the show killer, who like like suck FF dick, like like still to this day, like you wouldn't believe, like in the internal nothing spiral millennium of sucking Final Fantasy dick. We'll say Nobu Uematsu. So I'm gonna say what he says. Okay, well, you're both
0: What are the the letters? What's the spelling? I'll tell you right now.
1: Well, let's just say, can we just agree on Black Mages?
0: Black Mages?
1: Yeah. There was a person at Guitar Center that used to come and play this when I worked there, and you worked at the Hobby Lobby. Yeah. You come over on lunch breaks and hang out. Yeah. There was a dude that used to come over and play it. Hold on. Nobuo Uematsu. Uematsu. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, Black Mages. And anyway. Black mage is yeah,
2: but he more of a red mage guy, great, but it's all right. Yeah, he makes great music. I oh, love all the songs, guy. but
1: this was... Yeah.
2: Didn't we say he was our fucking red mage?
1: Didn't we say that in yeah, the last episode? We did. We, you not even being here, we were like, you are such a red mage. <laughs> what makes Holy me a red shit. mage? Because I'd be the death knight, you'd be the red mage, and he'd be the annoying bard. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yes. But he would still have dwarven abilities, so you'd keep him in the party.
0: Okay. You know, Dwarf bard. Yeah. Speaking of which, that that music sounds like it's going to be terrible. It rocks. This fucking <laughs> rules. <laughs> Where's the da da da? I
2: don't get a da. No, there's
0: no da in Midnight Ramen.
1: <laughs> um, so what was your what was your favorite class? Not now in this game, you have every class. They're just assigned to other people. Right. But the great thing about it is is once you filled out their whole skill tree. You could either go back and get the missing ones that you missed because you didn't have the right keys, or you could go over to somebody else and kind of yeah. multi-class. That's what I really like this game, and a lot of people didn't like that because they liked the level system. That's The kinda sphere basic. grid
2: was weird, and it was hard for people to get into. But once you got into it,
1: you were yeah, you without with it. It, Man. Wasn't, it wasn't hard to figure out. It like? was to a lot of people. Uh-oh. Because what would happen is they wouldn't get, like, the next... They would get, like, say, they wouldn't get the level three key-, key sphere, and they'd just keep leveling up and not know what to do, and they'd just move back and forth and waste all their points. Oh, uh, wow. Well, well, there is, like, the kind of set path, like, if you want to go with, like, the, you know, the
2: easy mm-hmm. route. But, like, a lot of people didn't know the Kamari's a Junction.
1: Yeah. Kamari's yeah. Junction in the middle yeah. a- allowed you to do whatever, like, at any point in time. You could always use the Return Sphere, go to Kamari's Junction, and then, like... Go off for... So, I was going to ask, in the normal games, like the online games or whatever, what was always your favorite to play? Like, uh, uh, now we're not talking where you get help, meaning you're not like an online play. I just mean like the one-on-one play style, meaning you versus computer, you know, non-multiplayer. Okay. What was always exclude fighter because there's so many goddamn versions of it right but if you go like red white mage uh thief or or uh black mage or um god what was another one that they always use oh lancer was always cool or Blue blue mage yeah uh what was your favorite out of all of them I think blue mage is the most hated that would be your Kamari, for instance. What the hell the Blue Mage do again? Blue Mage is in every single game. It's what it's it's the it's the fighter that's not as good as the fighter, but pretty tanky. But it has the ability to use other monsters' abilities. For oh, in- for instance, oh, Quina yeah. has okay. it and uh, Quina has it in Final Fantasy Nine, Kamari has it in Final Fantasy ten, in Final Fantasy eight it's Quistus. Um, well, they all have cues. I just fucking put that together. <laughs> no, for real. I didn't even fucking realize that. <laughs> in Final Fantasy VII, it used the materia system, so it doesn't count. However, right. Red is supposed to have it because he comes equipped with it. But, uh, Red thirteen, anyway. Oh, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, in the new game, I think he's going to have something about that in Rebirth because you can't play as him in Remake. So I think they're saving some abilities for him. Okay. Or he might not even be a playable character. He might just be like a summon or a side, which is going to be weird. I think they might do they're the same weird. thing with Vincent. Yeah,
0: they should have him as a playable character. I think
1: they're going to do the same thing as Vincent. I know Yuffie is going to be in it, but I think besides yeah. that, there I don't think Vincent. Like I, I don't think all the special characters are going to be available in it. I think they're going to be like sides, but with the extension of Yuffie being in and Red going out. Okay. But I don't know. We'll see. I still need to rebeat the game though on PS Five. Yeah. Because I wasn't. I I didn't transfer over my save. And I already started, and I'm like, Uh, oh, god damn it. And it sucked because I was at level 90, like all the or almost like I was maxed out all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, god damn it. And I just don't really feel like grinding on it. And I kind of want to play this game again. So um, yeah, I always uh, been a huge fan of the Red Mage, though. So I think Blue Mage is my most hated, and Red Mage is my favorite. And I'm the Red Mage. I mean, think about it. As a main (laughs) character, Titus practically, well, he's a time mage. If you really want to go into, like, the specifics. Like, of of Final Fantasy, like, classes. Because he's the one that can cast haste and slow and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's able to, he has a high accuracy, but he's got, like, shit damage. Yeah. But he always hits. And he can cast, so he's, like, a great support mage, if
0: you will. Yeah. Yeah. I keep the whole team going, baby.
2: Make him go fast with the haste.
0: (laughs) Make him go fast. Make the enemy go slow. How about you, zombies? That's about all I got.
1: God love Black Mage. Love Black Mage. Nothing wrong with that. You know why? You don't have to upgrade your weapons. You just got to keep fucking leveling up and and using ethers and such. Lulu, by the way, is the Mm -hmm. coolest black mage out of every she is.
2: I remember uh, the wife was asking, like, what should I do for Halloween? And I told your wife she should do Lulu.
1: And she's like, there's not enough belts in the world. She
2: said there's not enough belts in the world.
1: I know. I know this quote because I know my wife. We thought
2: about it. She's like, I could do it, but where the fuck am I going to get all those belts? Dude,
1: she would have not been able to walk the next day on... Like, if she dressed up like Lulu.
2: <laughs> She'd have gang- I was looking out for you there, bud. She'd have gangrene.
1: She'd have belt marks all over her.
2: Yeah, this is not going to be on the family-friendly side.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, because it'd be hard to get off and on, you know, that's for her to use the bathroom. Yeah.
2: Good save. Yeah, thank yeah. you.
1: Um,
2: God damn it. I don't know. Is Lulu
1: cooler than Vivi, though? No. Well... Mr. 36. No, maybe. Lulu,
2: she's pretty to look at. She doesn't have like a whole lot of personality. She has the cool voodoo dolls,
1: too, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, I like that
1: a lot. Vivi, I think, is a better character. Mr. 36 is pretty fucking cool. Um, uh, Vivi's like, you know, like that when you go to the village and he learns about death. And VV has zero mm-hmm. idea what death is, and he doesn't know how to comprehend it, even though he's a black mage, which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, okay, we got to admit, though, that Riku's way cooler than Zidane, though. Well, I don't know. Zidane is actually quite not that bad. Zidane's kind of lame. He is kind of lame. But so is Titus. How about Zidane versus Titus? Because I'm going Zidane over Titus. I'm taking I'm taking Titus. Taking Titus? But he's a whiny bitch. At least Zidane's got some like teeth
0: to him. All the main guys are whiny. Yeah. No.
1: Well, no. No. I, I no. I have, no. A I have a Squall thing. Squall is badass. He's maybe whiny, he's but he's whiny. whiny. Yeah, but he's he's he just They're all badass. He, you tell they're, me are badass, squ- badass. Squall doesn't even say anything. He just says whatever. His inner monologue is whiny as fuck. But he like thinks he's edgy and shit, but he's not. He's just yeah.
2: whiny. <laughs> I like Squall. He's like, then there's he's Cloud. It's like I'm really sad. And I don't know who the fuck I am, you know? Yeah. No, yeah.
1: it's true. This is true, but um,
2: I got a thing for like whiny protagonist, Though being a fan of Gundam, like, oh give, yeah, give Titus, give Titus a giant mech suit, and he's fucking cool.
1: That's all he needs.
0: <laughs> he just needs a giant mech suit. That would be dope.
1: Let's talk about. Um, is there any cooler character than Orin? Though, like, at least in ten, he is the coolest. Him and Jack are the coolest by yeah. far. Waka, Waka is cool, but he's a little stereotypical. If you replay it. <laughs> yeah. Like almost borderline racism, and I yeah. don't normally say that. Not, but really, when they make him like really a dumb islander, like yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah. You're That's like, the worst fucking pigeon I've heard in my life. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. What yeah. no. my impression or like? what really like these? Sometimes no, his, goes, his pigeons. Not- ooh, yeah. He doesn't talk like that. He, sometimes he does. <laughs>
0: it does not sound like. When warrior. you score yeah. a critical, he goes yeah, woo, yeah. <laughs> he
1: really does. No, he sounds like Dez, Dennis Rodman getting like a fucking. Uh, uh, what do you call it when you lick another man's asshole? Yeah, Red this job. is
2: not gonna be on the family friendly Sorry. feed. <laughs> yes. Wow, you he, really. He, fucked he did this that last up, one bud. on purpose. Yeah. No, Walker's cool. His pigeon, not bad. Pretty good, I would say. Not perfect, but his
1: weapon. Good is lame at first too until you get like the cool balls with all like the blades and shit on them. Yeah, once they
2: get spikes on them, they're cool. It's it's like you hit them with a volleyball.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of lame. It's It's like
2: there's a flying enemy. None of us can reach it. It's like, nah, bro, stay
1: back. I I get one volleyball. (laughs) I do like uh, Titus's like water blade thing is really cool. The Brotherhood that you get. The Brotherhood's oh, cool. That's yeah, one yeah. weapon
2: I never get rid of because it's so fucking but cool.
1: I will say the the best thing about this game though was making your armor and weapons was a new... Like like your custom... You could make Lulu the strongest person in the game fighter wise if you wanted to and you could make her the evilest uh, cactur that had death touch and overkill yeah. and all this. That's really what made this game really cool is... If you liked a character a lot and you just wanted to keep him in the party at all times, you could do it. Yeah, even though the. Um, who was the character that you overpowered, though? Like, th- that you're like, okay, this is my boss, Three
0: Squad? Um, Yeah, was it Titus. Uh, or in Titus Yuna? Hmm, okay.
1: Interesting. Orange, okay. Let's
0: see, yeah. Titus Yuna. Know. Like for the
2: reasons you said, you know, casting haste and all that. And then, uh, Orin for, you know, just big old hits. And then obviously the Aeons with, uh, with Yuna.
1: So I used to do my calculations were this at the end of the game. It's not that it actually, for me was Waka, Yuna, Titus. Here's why I had them set up. So where they would always limit break, uh, Waka's limit break was easy. You just get two hits, two hits, and if you let it spin out, it'll always go to two hits, and then it would double. So you would do twelve hits. If you were breaking the nine 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 nine, yeah, you could do like like the insane amount of damage. Right, Titus's uh, like uh, slash where he his Omni slash whatever right, it's right. called was a multi hit thing, and then Yuna, of course, had like all the summons which did beyond breaking damage. So even without breaking nine 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 nine. If you had those guys up at least doing that much damage, just on uh, doing their um, their limit breaks alone, they were the strongest.
2: Okay, While we're on Aeons.
1: Okay. while we're on the Aeons, who's your favorite? Okay, it's not Mega Sisters whatsoever. No, it is not. No, just in Justin 10. No, that's what I'm saying. The yeah. Mega Sisters are in 10. Mm-hmm. They're the most powerful Ae- like like summon in any game besides Knights around, right? Uh no wait no that's not true because I forgot Final Fantasy Eight. What regardless, um the Mega Sisters are like the secret uh, Aeon you get. Um so there's three secret Aeons. Right. Okay yeah, Yojimbo. Yeah. Anima. Yeah. And,
2: and then I'm guessing the yeah Mega
1: Sisters yeah. exactly. So the Mega Sisters, is their original their temple is where you go and the sunken temple in the very beginning of the game oh, when, yeah, when you're yeah. just yeah. playing as Titus mm-hmm. and you fight the giant fish. Right. The the one that's like a net and it can. Yeah, remember when that giant fish attacks you, and it's yeah, 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 and then you meet up with Riku, and you and that's when you first get the l Bed primers. Yeah, so uh, and it has that little tutorial. That part right there, you actually go back there in order to get um, you get something there, and then you bring it to the calm lands and you could fight the mega sisters there's three of them there's a fat one a skinny one and a tall one and each of them are they're each different insects one's a beetle one's a praying manis and one's like a a a a bee i remember now and like they have something called delta attack and it does like so much fucking damage that's your favorite no i'm just saying that is the best for Fights, I'm not saying the best, I'm saying the coolest. Oh, coolest, Yeah, Yojembo. Yeah. <laughs> Yo Especially, there's a couple of things you probably didn't know about this. When I started replaying it recently, I actually had to reboot my whole game because uh, that's a great place to uh, level up, the Lost Temple, uh, in the Calmlands where you get Yojembo. Mm-hmm. If you stick around there too, more, or, sorry, too long and you go to le- like say you are there just leveling up and kicking ass, right? After a while... You go to leave, and Yojembo will be blocking the way, and it's dark Yojembo, and you have no choice to fight him, and you cannot pay him. You have to beat him, and it's almost impossible. Ugh. Like, what no, I thanks. mean by it's almost impossible, meaning I tried to save my save by kind of just dueling around for another two hours, and, dude, I was doing zero damage, and he was just one-swiping, killing everything with Wakasashi.
0: <laughs> also,
1: here's the cool thing about Yojembo too. There's actually a trick uh, if you pay him one dollar next time, pay him two next time, pay him three. But if you always pay him one dollar more, eventually he'll start doing like some really devastating attacks that like no one else can do in the game, and they like do a lot of damage. You can look on YouTube and look them up, but it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like selfie. Uh, in Final Fantasy 8 her the end. Um, I don't know if you've ever gotten that. It, no, oh, I didn't really play eight. Uh, everyone in your party has to be dead, and she has to have a limit break. Is the only way to get it. Hmm. Which one? The end.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah!
1: It's it shows Renoa like opening up her hand, the fl- and it's like, actually shows like the the CGI from the game, mm-hmm. and it just does like so much amount of damage, or it automatically kills your enemy, or it does. It's it's really good. Anyway, Yojembo has that power. Anima is the coolest though, because when you do yes. this power, if I'm not mistaken, it casts zombie and blindness and mm-hmm. everything else on everybody, and it has that really good. Look when it moves around and it shoots the lasers and just zaps them and casts a curse on them so yeah. they can't.
0: Yeah, I love that. I was with say, the, yeah, when I played it, that was my favorite for sure. Anima is super cool
1: now that I think about it with the
2: lasers and everything, it reminds me of like Shin Godzilla in the design. It's
1: so good. <coughs> you know who I hate though? Hmm. I, dude, I hate Anima's son, mm. Seymour. Yeah, oh god, that dude, he Femur. is so He's a annoying. And the other thing too, I hate is I hate the whole His stupid like, fucking hair. No, that whole race of the tree people. I didn't think they were very cool at all. I thought they were annoying. The Guado. Oh yeah, mm, they're really annoying. The Albed were cool because they're kind of like like um, steampunk but colorful. Like they were like raving steampunk people. Yeah. So you know, but like extra punk on the steam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I th- but I really didn't like the whole costume design. Like, for the most part, it- it's good on the main characters, but all the side characters look very overlooked. Like just
0: over accessorized.
1: No, like under. Like they all look like Hawaiian tourists for the most part. Yeah, like okay, all the Yevanites yeah. look basic. Now, don't get me wrong, the monsters look great, but I'm just talking all the NPCs. They mm-hmm. all look like like just super failed, basic, yeah. They look like failed Unas, like the Una concept art that failed. Like <laughs> everyone looks like Una concept art that failed, or like uh, like butlery fez looking Kate sith looking dudes, uh, and yeah. you're like like. Uh, and they have, and then of course the Kamari look cool, but only—or sorry, not Kamari, but like his race looks cool, but only he's the good-looking out of all the Ronzos look exactly the same. D- don't believe me? Look, no, Kamari Ronzo has smallest Ronzo. you have broken horn and fang. Here is the problem about like this game, and again, this is a, a blurs, right? Blessing and a curse. Blitzball is like the funnest mini game in Final Fantasy besides the you card games. Gotta get into it though. Yeah, you well, do. Chocobo Racing's mm. up there too. Chocobo Racing's great until you learn that oh, I just got to breed and put the g- controller down, listen to St. Posse, and need a bagel because that's what I was doing when I was doing my whole t- it. You, there's no turning. The turning doesn't matter. The speed up, slow down. You just want to speed up, get to the point where it's almost exhausted, walk the way back. The breeding is fun. The fighting is fun. Yeah, but at the end of the day, dude, it's like. It it was fun in 1997. It's yeah. not fun now. Okay. Blitzball. I played two days ago and had fun playing. Is it. Is
2: Blitzball still fun?
0: <laughs>
1: it still is fun. See, when I
2: was doing when my first do playthroughs, the- I would just be like, "I'm playing Blitzball to get to the cutscene." Oh, thank God, monsters are attacking people. I don't have to fucking play Blitzball anymore. My buddy Sancho, he went the other way with it. Like, he got good at Blitzball to where he was like constantly winning. He was going back and he kept playing. I'm like.
1: Are you playing Dude, Blitzball still? Easy? I no,
2: it's great. I love it. I figured it out.
1: Yeah, I have yeah. I will have a save on uh my Final Fantasy 10 game. Guarantee it cuz I always do. In fact, I probably have one now where it's right when you're able to play Blitzball and I don't do anything but play Blitzball. And it's my new game plus save be kind of in a way because I have like so much dark matter as I have all of Waka cuz you could get all of you can get Waka's final weapon. Just you, ha- you have
0: to get it from Blitzball,
1: but you could do it in the very beginning of the game. Oh, right, right. You so, don't even you don't even have to like play one second to get. That's why Waka is always my one of my main guys. Right when Blitzball unlocks, I will unlock his like final like. Uh, uh, you have to
2: get to Luca's or whatever it is first, right?
1: Nope.
2: Oh well, yeah, 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 the yeah. Tournament.
1: Yeah, after you beat the tournament, you yeah. can unlock his uh, his final uh, limit break. And then after that, what you get like something called the world champion, and I forgot. You go to, um, you go like it, it's one of the first. Um, the I think it's the temple where you get. Uh, I don't know. You could look it up, but it, you you go to this uh, the temple where you're praying for. Um, uh, it's it's one of the blitzball like temples. I think it's the the Baset, I the one after basetta. But you just talk to somebody and he goes, "Oh, you're a world champion. Here you go," and he gives you the weapon, the world champion, and it like. <laughs> It breaks like uh, I think it's like one point magic cost, and it breaks like damage limits, and it's just fucking phenomenal. And and then you just work Waka to get quick shot, and then it's just like bah, 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 and it costs nothing. That's gonna be great. You're
2: still like in the first like hour of the game, you come across a fucking just random
1: bird enemy, and just walk a go. And yeah, you just obliterate the yeah. fucking yeah. thing. So I will say, overkill. No, I don't like Waka's. I like Waka's character. But here's another thing I think I don't like Waka's character. He's banging Lulu, and it makes me very upset. There there it is. I'm like, there's got to be a... There it is. It's the resentment. It it is. It's like, no, I want to bang Lulu. (laughs) You don't get to have cool
2: hair and bang Lulu. I want to have cool hair and bang Lulu. So
1: then maybe the reason why I played Waka so much is not only the fact that he he can be the most powerful character in the game from the start if you play Blitzball. I know. I'm sorry. Waste a good five hours just... Because you beef him up instead of doing... Playing the game, you beef him up by doing the side game, and then you could just whoosh, right through the game, like just with Waka <laughs> always in your party. And just I got in character Waka. Yeah. And even if you even if he's just starts off in the beginning of the game, you just do like one of his supports that are really good where he could because he could buff like black magic, uh, or he could buff um aim and he could buff some I forgot. Okay. But uh, the buffing black magic of Lulu's in the party, you can have them just go back and forth, like where he buffs her or or you know, and or she like casts like Demi and makes their hit points go down two thirds, uh, yeah, and then yeah. he just finishes them off. There's like them too. Actually, as a couple, kind of does make sense, like in play style. Just kind of, but it's kind of the weird thing too is whenever I play with Lulu or sorry, Yuna and Titus, it would always be they would be kind of a couple where Titus the first thing he would do is cast haste Aga or just haste on her. So that way, if anything happens, doesn't matter. I have a healer, and it's going to happen every goddamn round. I'm every round, heal. yeah. And she has that great uh, ability, Prayer, where she could just regenerate the party just as a turn. Yeah. And if you have haste on her, it never ends, because in this game, haste does not end. Mm-hmm. Remember, this was the Pokemon version of Final Fantasy where there was no time bar. You could do a move and go make a sandwich and come back, and that move yep. is still waiting on you. Yeah. And also, too, it was incredibly easy to beat but hard to master because this is the game where, fuck, like, Final Fantasy VII where you have weapon 1, 2, and 3 and everything else. This game was, like, almost impossible to get all of the the last bosses. Did you ever get them? Any of the, like, any of the final bosses or any of the final summons? Like, I mean, to, to the dark summons to fight and shit? Dark summons?
0: No. Okay. Yeah. No. Mm, no.
1: So the dark summons. Once you beat the game, da da da. This is in the Japanese version or the the version we have now. Like if you play it now, you're only going to be able to get like the new one. Anyway, when you beat the game, it's not new game plus, but you could just start over from the game, and the game realizes right. you beat it. You can go back to all where you got the summons and refight them, and they're like they have zeros behind how many hit points and how much uh, damage they do. I'm not uh, talking about one. I'm talking about like multiple zeros. Yeah. They are very, They will one-hit-shot you. If you thought you beat Jacked and you Yevin, you're like, I got this bitch. Nope. Sorry, dude. Dark Valfour <laughs> will kick your ass. Uh, did you get all the secret weapons in this game?
0: No.
2: Absolutely not. No. I, I got the ones for the characters I wanted to get, but
0: all yeah, of them? Same. Fuck
2: no.
1: This is the guy that every playthrough dodges the 200 lightning bolts.
2: Oh, God. Uh, to fucking, get
1: Onion Knight? Yeah. Uh, But God, I hated walking through that. The trick is, is you have to turn the sound off your game. Because when you hear the... It's already too late. No. You have to wait for the flash and then dodge. Yeah. You're hearing it hitting another tower and it throws you. So you actually have to go and always face the back of the wall. So you're always in the same exact place. And you only hit it when you hit the flash. You're not listening for the, the noise. So I would just put on music and you could actually sit there and do it. And it's quite easy as long as you don't move or you have the encounter, no encounter thing. Yeah. And you just stand there and you just do it. And it's actually quite easier than it looks. It just took me it took my ex girlfriend to show me how to do it. The hardest one is fucking Titus's in the Calmlands when you have to do the fucking chocobo racing. Okay. That one sucks. I don't know if you guys remember that. That one I was actually a lot easier and fucking light. Yeah. How you get the claw de bald?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, the easiest one to get is Kamari's though. Besides um, uh, Waka's, remember Kamari's? You have to do hit only the the green fairies, not the red fairies when you're going through the trees in the sparkling. Oh yeah, yeah. So there was that, and then Riku's. Who cares about Kamari though? Riku's is really easy. I think all you have to do is learn all of the Bed language, and you get hers. Yeah. So you get it almost automatically on mm-hmm. the second playthrough, as long as you don't fuck up. No, no, because on the first playthrough, let's say you only get five I letters, one. Then I on the one. then on the second one, on your second playthrough, you already still have those unlocked. You just need to find one primer, mm-hmm. and then you get it. But the cool thing is, is on uh, you could do this on. Uh, yeah, but in two thousand
2: four, and I didn't want to go to you know Barnes and Noble and pay for the fucking novel to get the.
1: No, this is what me and my friend did. Oh yeah. My, yeah, my friend had a memory card. I had a memory card, and we put. I put in my memory card in his in slot 2 and it said would you like to uh, load a primer from yep. another and I did it and then then he did it with me and then we had all 150 pokemon. <laughs> we had them all cuz it's like oh he missed these I missed those and then we figured out like oh together Feese. we have them all. Yeah. This just fuse them together. So that was kind of cool. Um, your powers
2: combined. I am Captain Albed. <laughs> Captain now
1: bed. <laughs> uh, probably the lamest Sid in every other Final Fantasy is in this one. They're all the fucking same. No, they're not. Sid in seven is awesome.
2: He's the guy with the
1: airship. Sid in eight is oh, the yeah. guy with the airship. No, Sid in eight is the is the headmaster. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I said, didn't play a whole lot of eight. Sid in nine, I believe, is like a castle guard. Uh, Sid in six is... Six is the guy with the airship. I know airship. that one for sure. And also in number four mm-hmm. is the guy with the airship. And in number one, he's just looking for a cup of coffee. He's just like <laughs> uh, a random character, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, it's s- interesting. Like, yeah, Sid and then like Biggs and Wedge. Yeah, Biggs and Wedge Two are in everything. Games, yeah. they're,
1: they're most... They're like... Besides number seven, the remake, because in the remake they have a lot going on with them. And I didn't even know that was a chick too, by the way. Uh that, that's going with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah. hot girl that's in the remake. And I'm like, whoa. I just remember her as being ugly Nintendo Blocks. She's actually good looking, but. (laughs) (laughs) she was ugly Nintendo Blocks. But uh, in eight, Biggs and Wedge probably have the biggest. They have the most lines out of everything. Like almost every time Cypher or Amacy is going to do something, like Mm -hmm. Biggs and Wedge are sitting around like doing some shenanigans. You know? uh, I think so,
0: yeah. Because they got huge from seven. Yeah. So I think in eight, they're like, yeah, we need to like capitalize on that.
1: But Biggs and Wedge were also in Final Fantasy 4. They uh, guarded the burlesque show. That was a secret that you had to know about. There was a burlesque show where it was like, it's not like porn or anything, but you would actually go and you would see like the sprites and they'd be topless. And it was like, for its time, it was naughty. Uh, What? Like Duke Nukem style? No, like Nintendo, Super <laughs> Nintendo style where like if the nipple was about a, the Sprite, it was a Sprite with a nipple. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was practically Custer's Revenge style. It was almost that bad, but still, it was kind of cool cause just to know about it. Uh, you had to buy like a certain elixir and it was a speakeasy and you go down and Biggs and Wedge would stop you and then you would go, oh, I got it done, and then you do that. And <laughs> Anyway, um, let's see. Ooh, saddest of all of them. Or is number seven sadder? Because number eight is not sad. Oh, like story-wise or something. Okay. And number nine isn't sad, but it's got... Number nine has probably the most epic ending. I'd say even over seven. I, I would say seven is sadder because
2: I actually care about the character that dies. Yeah. Uh, you, don't ca- you don't care about Jack? I think I care about Jack more than I do Ares. Jack's been dead, though, and then... This yeah. yeah. isn't even a real fucking person. He doesn't count. So he's an
1: amalgamation. Yeah, no. He's a summon. <clears throat> and then Yuna's
2: like i want guns now <laughs> oh dude
1: worst seek sequ- uh, i know there's not too many sequels actually you know seven has more sequels than any other fucking it's got a prequel yeah it's which got- is awesome it is i will take no crisis core slander uh crisis core is great and that's and you could blame rebirth coming out where zach lives on crisis core because zach lives during crisis core no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He dies at the
2: end. He yeah. does according.
1: I, he does according to rebirth, because rebirth takes place right after Crisis. I
2: watched him die.
1: This takes place right after... In fact, there is a. Th- according to the rumors, there is like you play as Zach more than you play as Cloud at times, like a lot more. So, th- ugh. don't ugh I me. Mean, Zach rules. He, he's. He's cool. He's like Sephiroth, but he's a nice guy. He is, but then
2: why have Cloud? Cloud doesn't matter at that
1: point. Because Cloud is your brooding dude. You need your brooding dude. (laughs) You need your brooding dude, your cool cool kick-ass But what's he brooding about? He knows who he is. He knows he's not Zack. He's brooding because Zack's still around getting his bitches. That's why he's brooding. (laughs) Now he's stuck with Tifa. He wanted Aerith. It's not going to happen. So there you go. Poor Tifa. But the ending of this is like, dude. It was pretty fucking tear-inducing the first time you see this, and the mute and the music fucking sets it off too. But man, even the bad voice acting, it still is t- just tragic when you figure out like the end. When you figure out you're playing a doomed campaign, like yeah, you, like really, and a doomed character and a doomed ca- yeah. Like there's a certain point where like, oh, we're all fucked. And they tried to do this in Final Fantasy thirteen, they failed, and they're like just replace her with a chick and make it lame. It's exactly the same game. Just, you know, make her a chick and make it lame. It's exactly the same thing, though. No, the thirteen sucked, dude. The the thing with thirteen that sucked is
2: that it that was when they tried to shoehorn in the the kingdom hearts fucking
1: uh, combat style i hate that combat style i like it in kingdom hearts leave it in kingdom hearts that's why i do not like the new final fantasy 7s is I, I i really i like the fact that now you could pause in any point give me turn based <sighs> give me turn based it's it's it ain't it never was broken there's a reason why pokemon is still the number one seller of uh, role playing games or rpgs is because turn-based. People mm-hmm. like turn-based. I like to be able to th- think about my move, check my Twitter, go get a beer. I don't want to be clicking buttons on a JRPG. No. There's no reason I should be clicking buttons. <laughs> and and nothing, nothing wrong with Hack and Slash. I love nothing, Bayonetta. Nothing. I love Devil May Cry. Nothing wrong with it. But
2: but not when I'm juggling fucking like I w- casting Faraga and shit, you know? I want to go up,
1: down, X... Cure that character, select, I'm good. Time to take a sip of beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my turn. Okay. All <laughs> Faraga, but not that guy, because he'll heal. Okay. And we're good. <laughs> oh, you got your limic break. Okay. Now I have to do that. Okay, now I'm good. See, that's what I want. I d don't give me don't don't fucking overcomplicate it. That's I think this is why this was really good is to sum it all up. This game came out and it was the introduction to a new system and it was showing a lot of people that never w- experienced the game even though that's like kind of hard to think about cuz only 4 years earlier 7 came out and like made the big boom. Yeah. Uh but this would come out where probably a lot of people that were like 11 or 12 or 13 were getting their first console being a PS2 and this was their first RPG and what a fucking great way to start out. So it was kind of like baby's first RPG in a way where it was very, very, like, like you could play through this game and do none of the bullshit and beat the game. Yeah. Fairly easily. Yeah.
2: yeah. With this game, like, PS2 was the first system I bought for myself as an adult. Um, all the games I got before were, like, f- games that, like, the whole family could be- could play. They had to be multiplayer so me and my brother could play. Yeah. You know, like, and I bought, like, Resident Evil 2 for myself, you know, for my N64 but this was the first system I bought for me yeah. and Final Fantasy wasn't the first game I bought but it was the second and I'm really glad I got it
1: it's it's really good I mean nostalgia points I'm uh I'm I'm going to replay this but I guarantee my nostalgia is probably going to be about where I'm going to be say now I say this is probably a good like 86% oh wow the soundtrack
2: okay. bumps it up more for me think, i could listen uh, i have the soundtrack yeah. in my car yeah. right now i was just i was four just, cds i
1: was just fucking around playing one of my older saves not even like really like playing it playing it but just kind of like fucking around on it and like remembering the controls and stuff and like going do i really want to replay this i kind of do and uh you know and because i've just been playing tons of nhl because i made shore z and He's about to win, like, <laughs> yeah. He's about to win the minors and uh, of the Sadsbury Bulldogs. He's going to get called up. I want to see what team he gets called up for. Anyway, um, he's got like more hits and penalty minutes, and he's got more goals than anyone in the league because he's Shorzy. The, you know what it? Do you know what a Shorzy uh, uh, hat trick is? No. That's three goals, one assist, and one fight,
0: uh, <laughs> in one game. Yeah.
1: That's a Shorzy hat trick. You got you to gotta score and then kick their
0: ass. <laughs> uh, but Sounds no, like my kind of game.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Well, I, I mean, in my NHL game, I turn off two lining passes, I turn off icing, and I turn off penalties.
0: So it's like... Well, you're playing like the Blitz of <laughs> yeah, exactly. NHL. Yeah. I'm playing
1: Blitz NHL. Exactly. <laughs> NHL Blitz! <laughs> but the great thing is like... Fire that, puck. <laughs> it makes it very, very fast, you yeah. know, like, like play style. And instead of every se- single second, there's a cut scene of like a referee going, no, 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 bad shortsy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, or him just getting kicked out of the game in general
1: oh no he gets injured out of games a lot though oh, he breaks okay. his hand a lot that's like his <laughs> most common injury cause dude like I, even though he's a right winger who just does a lot of shooting I put his fighting skill all the way up it's the first thing I max out and so all he does is check like their main guy and injure them and then someone else wants to fight him and he just beats the shit out of him after he scores after he scores his three he's like I'm good on scoring Injure the other players (laughs) Uh, but so I don't know I give this an 85 the soundtrack great like you said yes characters great voice acting could be annoying at times but when Titus gets serious at the end it actually is good Yuna annoys the shit out of me a lot Um, Riku does a lot but for the most part the characters are great they're balanced they all have their purpose the graphics Hold up, but not the side characters. The NPCs suck. The monsters look great. The backgrounds look great. Music's great, like you said. Battle style's great. I Even really like this. the ones you guy. interact with, like a lot, like Owaka looks like shit. Yeah. Fucking uh, Owaka oh, the third.
2: Yeah. The <laughs> oh god, Seymour. He looks like
1: shit. He does. Like they try to make him look interesting, but it's just yeah. they're like, what about if Seth Roth was upside down and he had blue hair, <laughs> and we put a bunch of hair gel on it? And we made him wear that, and then and then uh, uh, and then Divine got a hold of him and just made him different.
2: Now give him long fingernails and we'll call it a day.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gross. I hate the Guado. hmm I really do.
2: You know, I got an idea for the next one we're gonna do here. Okay. The first game I got for PS2 was Ace Combat, and I've been replaying seven lately.
1: Guess who is uh, who just bought Ace Combat Four and is chomping at the bit to play it? Oh, so good. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. Bought, Jeff. Issues, or? No, Jeff Russell. That's his favorite game of all time. Who's Jeff Russell? Jeff.
0: Jeff the Tech?
1: No, uh, no, 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 no. A guy. No, there's a guy I know who wrestles cattle, and I call him Jeff. But oh. he's got a cousin named Jeff the Tech. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Who makes the show all possible. Who's not a cattle wrestler, though. <laughs> so anyway, this this cattle wrestler character is going to sell Jeff the Tech a copy of Ace Air Combat. See,
2: See what I did there? Yes. I
1: was going to sell him a copy of Ace Air Combat 4. So, yeah, Ace Combat 4. <laughs> Sky's Unknown, I think it's called, right? Yes. Yeah. Playing as Mobius 1. Dude, that game is so much fun. That game is a fuck ton of fun. Did you know Nickelback is on the soundtrack to that game?
0: Did not. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Oh, really? I swear. You just want another excuse to play Nickelback, don't you? God. <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> they are on the soundtrack, though I swear to God, they are.
1: But anyway, I, that, I that is, that is the Final Fantasy of like, like that, or that is the not till go- five. Once it gets to five, then yes. Yeah.
2: Oh no, that's no, no,
1: no. Story. Sorry, sorry. That's what I meant. I meant five. I meant five. That's the yes. one I'm talking about. That's the one I'm talking about. Number Unsung five. War. Unsung War. Yeah, that is the one that had Nickelback on the soundtrack. But they, I think Stained is also on it too. Yep. Stained is on the soundtrack. They actually had like a real soundtrack and they have like a real anime cutscenes between the missions. Have you ever played it? Yeah, they do. No. It was one of those rare games that came out and then got a cult status and then you couldn't find it anywhere. And if you could, and this is back in PS2 days. Which is weird because it was the greatest hits. Was it? Yeah. Interesting. 'Cause I could never I could only find four and great I remember paying um and at the time this was a lot, I paid forty five dollars for that game. And this was back in like oh eight. Or oh yeah. nine, yeah. And um I think then I switched over to Xbox because six wasn't on PS three. Was it? Ace Combat 6 was on 360, It was only on 360. And I have that still with
2: the flight stick for the 360.
1: So, yeah, that was, uh, all of them are great, but 5 is where it peaked, and after that, it just kind of fucking fell off. And I think that's... No, seven's great. If you liked 5, you'll love 7. I enjoy 7. I do not love... Really? I do not love 7 like I have 5. So I would say that 5, this would be the Final Fantasy of the Ace R Combats. I think it is. I think this would be okay. right before it fell off because after that they went to 11, 11 was the online one and it wasn't that, that was great. It was terrible. It was terrible and it was, it was like way too slow and and way too empty and way too grindy and and then you had 12 and 12, 12 was, was cool. it was I like cool. 12. 12. It was all right. But the plot line was like fucking all over the place. It was like bit. Kingdom yeah. Hearts kind of lore. I was like, you what? But it took place after Tactics, which was one of my favorite ones to this day. Tactics is such a great game. Nah. Uh,
0: oh, I didn't realize it took place then.
1: Yeah, it, okay. it it's the prequel to Tactics, or sorry, um, sequel, sequel to Tactics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, Thirteen just totally lost me, and I'm like, TBK, I'm I'm not coming yeah. back. This. Like it was
2: pretty. Like graphic wise, it was pretty, but yeah, eh, that was it. That's the only thing it had going for it was pretty graphics.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, but oh, what,
0: 15 now, 16?
1: 16. 16, 16, yeah. And I, I have no idea, I don't really care. And apparently, the company is like, if it wasn't for the Enix on it, Square would be bankrupt because they just dumped so much money into this title and it just goes nowhere. And I don't know if you played Final Odyssey online, but it makes Elder Scrolls online look it. Uh, Edel Scrolls Online looks like a whole generation up from Final Fantasy Online. Like, yeah. it looks like a generation down. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, you know, it- I watched some video on 16, um, and it basically looked like God of War. Yeah. Just with Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. That, that checks Ed out. And God
1: of War has been doing it better for two way console longer. generations. Yeah, way longer. Was
2: it 14 or 15 where it's like you and your other anime boys and you're cruising around in a car and you occasionally hop out and like fight monsters and stuff?
1: Oh, my I God. I think that's 14. 14. I, I yeah. think that is 14. I don't know. I haven't even played that. All right. So uh, this is the pilot of uh, Midnight Ramen, a new free show, perhaps. I don't know. We'll see how it goes on Final Fantasy X. It might be too nerdy for people. It might be just right, and I was trying to keep it as clean as possible. I think I've only made like five sexual innuendos. <laughs> Jesus, and, no! And in gave the out, first ten minutes, and gave out one real name, and
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can we can edit that out. Yeah, it's, can edit, yeah. yeah. You
1: know what we'll do? I'll just the tech who can edit this fucking video. <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's funny you bring him up because I know a guy who just <laughs> got Ace <laughs> Air Combat. <fun. laughs> and, yeah. All right. Good night, everyone. See you.